0: Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, reacting to Toronto Raptors, 104-101 to loss to the Orlando Magic, Riker, game one of the playoffs, this was absolutely horrendous, this was atrocious, this was, what are they doing, what are the Toronto Raptors doing losing game one to the Orlando Magic, we have Kawhi Leonard, this is supposed to be our roster, Riker, I'm,
1: I am heated right now, this is absolute BS. It sounds like it, and I was very excited for this podcast because I have a brand new content or a brand new segment creation. <laughs> I have a bunch of things to pick apart at Terrence Ross, but you know what? You can't you can't insult a, a victor. You can't yeah. insult the person that goes out and steals the game in Toronto. Ben, tonight the first where I wanna start, because there was a lot of things that happened, but where I wanna start is on the most Possibly disappointing note of this entire game, let alone losing basically at the buzzer. But Jeremy Lin outperformed (laughs) Kyle Lowry tonight, and he didn't even play a single second of the game. We have our number two guy of the team playing 34 minutes, scoring zero points. Exactly! Scoring zero points! JV in the stands got the same amount of points as Kyle Lowry in this game. Okay, okay, well we need to talk about JV for a second. I wanted to bring him up in a more positive tone, but that absolutely broke my heart. He's an absolute Raptors legend, a goat. He gets, in the fashion that he got traded away, we don't deserve JV. He comes back to Toronto, sitting down with the fans just to support the team that he gave his all to. Really awesome to see him come and cheer on the boys, even though... I don't know, I guess maybe he was a bad luck uh, person to have around because they could not get it done. We
0: don't deserve JV, we don't deserve the playoffs, we don't deserve this right now. If we're going to come out and lose to the Orlando Magic, I'll give credit where credit's due to the Orlando Magic, we can talk about them a bit, but we should not be losing a Game 1 at home. This is Kawhi Leonard's first playoff game as a Toronto Raptor, and he had a very strong game. Pascal Siakam had a very strong game, maybe not the best efficient, well, 50% on the field. But, like, the rest of the guys, Marcus Hall is pretty good as well, but the rest of the guys really just, it's whack. It's absolutely whack what we let happen in the Orlando Magic. Like, I guess we'll break it down further, but you can't be giving up so many open threes, so many open lanes, especially at the end of the games. You know, driving lanes, letting... Let's be honest, D.J. Augustine, he's a solid role player, he's a, at one point in his career for the Toronto Raptors, he's a scrub, he was a borderline scrub, obviously he's not that anymore, but he's not that good, he averages like 11 points per game, letting him have a career high in game one of the, you know, the NBA playoffs, the NBA playoffs, you're supposed to be a juggernaut, you're supposed to be a championship contender, we have all this load management and all this crap all throughout the year, and you know, we, we come out like this? Yeah, there's
1: absolutely no reason for the defensive intensity not to be there, because we can Mm -hmm. break it down into a tale of two halves. The first half was very disappointing, because the Raptors were just tossing up threes, but they were, for the most part, good shots, right? They worked... Relatively well, defensive end wasn't entirely there. But the second or the first half wasn't a write-off until the final stretch or the final stretch. They wanted an eight-to-zero run. The stretch that they let the Magic get a, a big lead before the final stretch—that was the disappointing part of the first half. The second half, everything that you said completely applies. Mm-hmm. They lost their intensity. The crowd wasn't in it. The the bench wasn't in it. It was an absolute disaster to watch out there when you have players like. Terrence Ross going crazy, DJ Augustine, like you said, going crazy, Jonathan Isaac hitting corner threes, Aaron Gordon wasn't even a factor, and yet the Michael Carter Williams hitting threes. I didn't understand what was going on in the game. And the final possession, we're flip-flopping all around here, but the final possession where DJ Augustine hits the three, the Raptors are infamous for losing games at the buzzer. We've seen it against Detroit, we see it against Charlotte. For whatever happens, usually they have good defense, but we see a miraculous shot get hoisted up tonight. You can't say that. It was not good defense. They sagged off a screen, and you're going to let a shooter shoot when he's been 3 for 4 from 3, 7 for 11 before that final shot. What happened there? What? And Kyle, or Kawhi Leonard was the one that was guarding him. That it made. I'm, I'm as frustrated as you are, and usually we're both one of us is level-headed. So I, I applaud yeah. anybody that's actually listening to the podcast. Really, we're probably speaking to ourselves here. I doubt <laughs> anybody's going to tune in, but it's frustrating all around.
0: Certainly, yeah, the, the incoherence, it's understandable, I guess. We're I'm giving us a pass because of just how whack this game was. But, you know, D.J. Augustine, that last possession, I saw Kawhi Leonard on him. I was like, okay, this game's going to OT. <laughs> D.J. Augustine's been a bit cold. He did have the, the layup that we just gave to him, the possession before. But, uh, you know, Kawhi's on him. Everything happens. And then the, I believe it was Vucevic came up with the screen, and then... Both of them sag off. They start guarding Vucevic, who hasn't done anything all game. Then they don't guard the hot hand, give him a completely open three. That was whack. And then you know, the possession after we give Kawhi Leonard a shot three feet behind the three point line. How? Why? Why is that the last shot of the game? We're you know, I know we need a three, but why is he shooting it from so far away? You know, I like I see on people are beaming. Like people are saying Demar would have at least hit the rim, but it's absolutely whack.
1: Yeah, I didn't support either what Matt and Leo were saying, that it was a good shot because he had hit his prior two. Yes, he did hit his prior two shots, but taking a fadeaway three with three seconds, no dribble, no pump fake, no size <laughs> from, up. like 40 feet seconds. away from the net. Listen, Ben, you, with .3 seconds left on the clock, you have time, ample time to get a shot off. With 3.6 seconds left, you have time to be creative. No. You have time to blow your nose, look at the rim, test the wind speed and then hoist up your shot there was absolutely no excusing what that last play was that was an absolute shambles i'm i'm absolutely shocked to be honest with you what happened because yeah, I, I'm at a loss for words with, with sort of the, the defensive sets, the offensive sets, sort of everything that happened. I wouldn't have even played Kyle Lowry in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. I understand. You want to let your guy get him. Eventually you, you expect that somebody's going to get out of his slump just by shooting out of it. But if Fred VanVleet was playing decently for most of the night, keeping your starters and sit Kyle Lowry on the bench, that was one of my biggest issues. Um, t- take him out, right? Kyle, Kawhi Leonard, it's a little bit excusable because he did have two really big possessions. Well, and Kawhi, was playing nice very well. Kawhi and he Siakam was playing are,
0: had a very, very good game tonight. This this loss is not put on Pascal Siakam, Kawhi Leonard, Marcus Gasol. Even Danny Green had a solid game for himself. You know, what we expect out of Danny Green. You know, he had a good game, but the rest of the roster, Fred was also pretty solid as well. But the player that can really shoulder most of the blame in this game, it has to be Kyle Lowry. My, my yeah. favorite player of all time... Uh, I'm a Kyle Lowry apologist in terms of the playoffs – you know, I, I say, I blame a lot of his past playoff struggles due to injury and all that sort of stuff, but this game was unacceptable. I know he had eight assists, I know he had seven rebounds, but the fact that he's 0-3 from the three-point line, you see him, Kyle Lowry is a tremendous finisher around the rim. He can. He's capable of getting shots in the mid-range, he's capable of getting shots as floaters, he's, su- he's such a big point guard in terms of, you know, girth. He can fin- get to the rim, especially guys like DJ girth. Augustine <laughs> and these guys are on him. No, but seriously, he's He's a very capable all-around player, yeah. and you know we mentioned it last year a lot. We were like, okay, it makes sense. Kyle Lowry is uh, is chilling, shooting a lot of threes throughout the regular season, but the playoffs will get back to playoff Lowry. And honestly, last year he kind of did it. He, he attacked the rim in the playoffs. It was just everyone else struggled, and that that's a story of the past. But Kyle Lowry tonight. He shot seven shots, six were from behind the three-point line. He didn't even attempt to kind of get out of his slump with any inside-the-rim shots. He he had opportunities where he could have put up some mid-range jumpers. He had some opportunities where he could have finished around the rim, instead made some dumb passes. At the end of the game, you know, when when in clutch time, when, you know, your point guard is supposed to stay level-headed, you know, regardless of a poor shooting night, that's fine. It's still unacceptable for an all-star, you know, to have zero points, which is absolute BS, but we've talked that to death. But at the end of the game... You know, at the very end, you know Danny Green, you're supposed to make a set. I believe the game was tied, or it was it was a very close game. In the last minute, and you know Kyle Larry throws this lackluster, kind of lobbish pass to Danny Green at the top of the key. He wasn't even expecting it, and then Evan Fournier just comes down and gets a breakaway dunk as a point guard, as a team yeah, floor general. Uh, that is the Evan Fournier whack. break
1: was yep. yeah okay. You're re- you're leaning on the whack. I I, yeah, you're, I I I I understand. I'm trying to use your pain here. Friendly um, diction for the. But you know what? Podcast. Do you know what Ben? I I can understand hesitancy to take a shot late game if your shot hasn't been falling. That's why you're not going to see him put up the mid range jumper, even though he was open at the end um, for sure. But no, I agree. At the end, especially from a veteran point guard, nonetheless, you need mm. IQ and you need that stability there. That's that's the point. That's the purpose of the number one, or of, yeah, the number one position, the point guard, the one spot. Um, but you know what? Unlike you, I'm actually not going to put this game on Kyle Lowry. I'm going to say that playing Kyle Lowry in the fourth quarter was a mistake on Nick Nurse's part. But that wasn't the reason that the Raptors lost. Obviously, you can say that the team was the reason. But I am actually going to put the emphasis on Kawhi Leonard. On Kawhi. On Kawhi Leonard because. What? No, nope, because. No, nope, listen. Okay, this will be to talk about okay. If you want to talk about Kyle Lowry, this is not a perfect comparison, but I watched the Nets 76ers game. The 76ers are also a very long team, and you can say the same about the Orlando Magic. But if you have a guy like Karis Levert, who was able to easily get a lot of floaters up on some bigger defenders, and of course he's a little bit taller as well than Kyle Lowry, but Kyle Lowry could have done that, right? But that's on Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse, take him out, because Fred VanVleet is showing he's getting into the rim. He's hitting down his three-point shots. He played a lot better than Kyle Iyer tonight's game. Yep. Nick Nurse, don't play him in the fourth, right? Yeah, Don't play him. That's on him. But for this kind of game, I'm putting this solely on Kawhi Leonard. That's the person that we brought in. That's the person we traded away DeMar, DeMar DeRozan to get. That's the person we all expect to bring us to glory in the playoffs. That's the person that the American media has criticized all season long for not having the killer instinct, even though he's having statistically better season. And now I'm seeing what they're saying somewhat from their perspective is that if we look at last season's um, Cleveland Cavaliers team, that's a team you don't expect any single person to perform on that, except LeBron James. And what did he do? He dragged them all. He swept the Raptors. He dragged them all the way to the the, the NBA Finals. And if Kawhi Leonard expects to make any sort of significant impact and to see this Raptors team go deep into the playoffs, I don't care if he's shooting be- good. That's 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 telling me he should be shooting more, right? I don't care if he's shooting poor. That's that's a he needs to take better shots. I think that any time that the Raptors lose, unless Kawhi Leonard is getting 40 points. It's on him to do more for the team, because he was shooting well towards the end of the game. Where was he in the third quarter? He needs to be more aggressive, man. I'm putting that on him, because Kyle Lowry's not going to be the person that turns around a game. It's Kawhi Leonard. That's on him.
0: Fuck. Okay, a few points here. Kawhi Leonard, 25 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, 10 of 18 yeah, well, on the field. Three 10 of five, 18, exactly. Five, so why didn't he have... Why 18 shots, Why didn't he have 36 points?
1: Shots. Yeah, why didn't he have 36 points? Oh, but, why didn't well, he take 25 shots? I'm putting if this on to... Kawhi Leonard for being complacent, complacent because he's the number because he's the number Hard one guy. Riker. He should have demanded the ball, Ben. He should, he is the superstar on the Toronto Raptors, and they're playing against the Orlando Magic of all teams. We've seen him open the game with nine points. He should have continued that in every single quarter.
0: Okay. So he came out very hot. He came out aggressive. The Orlando Magic adjusted. They focused in on Kawhi Leonard, especially in the second quarter. We saw him pass a good bit. And the shot was a bit cold in the second quarter. So, you know, he saw that Jonathan Isaacs, the Aaron Gordons of the world, kind of double in on him. And, you know, he was swinging the ball away to Gasol, to Larry. And that's when the second quarter got really bad, it was because no one else could hit shots. The beginning of this game, no one could hit threes, no one could hit anything, right? And then the third quarter, he knew that all the defense was locked in on Kawhi. And, uh, you know, he knew him himself. He saw it. And he just. D- tried to swing the ball and Pascal Siakam especially in the third took advantage of this. The third quarter he had a phenomenal stretch. That's why the Toronto Raptors won that quarter twenty seven to eighteen. He did it with Kawhi on the floor and without and then the fourth quarter to your to your point, to what you want to do, Kawhi took over in the fourth. He was hitting clutch shots. He banged that three when we were down by three with like a minute and a half to go. He hit that clutch fadeaway. Kawhi hit some big, big shots. You know, he took some good ones. And, you know, he tried to go in on the defense a couple times. And he had one, you know, was, uh, he had a few turnovers for this game. But the one turnover at the end was because there's about three guys focusing in on Kawhi. It's just unfortunate because, you know, he kicked it out to Gasol in the last stretch. And he missed that corner three. You know, Gasol, he... and uh, Gasol, we need Gasol maybe to be a bit more efficient on offense to get more shots. You know, we've been talking about it all year, but his defense on Vucevic tonight was something that's going to be overlooked just because of how poorly the Raptors played otherwise. He did a great job on Vucevic considering he's an all-star and all that, but that's a point we can get to later. But uh, Larry kicking the ball out to Lowry, they weren't even guarding Lowry in the fourth quarter down the stretch, right? They were all focusing on Kawhi. I think it's absolutely absurd to put this one on Kawhi. Yes, we would ideally, in an ideal world, love to see Kawhi Leonard be a, you know, arguably a top three player of all time in LeBron James and carry us like that but that's not going to be the reality Kawhi Leonard that, is, that, a, is a superstar is but reality, he's, not he's not LeBron
1: James He's no that is the reality that is the reality he's considered one of the top two way players in the entire NBA we want him to be in the same class as Kevin Durant LeBron James Giannis Antetokounmpo we're not playing we're not talking about the DeMar Rosens. We're, we're not talking about our second tier all-stars we're not talking about our second tier all-stars anymore Ben he's he took 25 over, points 25 points in a losing game against the Oregon Orlando Magic 7th seed is not enough. You need to be scoring 35 points if that's what it takes. If you're coming in as a the blockbuster trade, the number one guy, the top echelon player, you need to be doing whatever it takes to get your team to win. I agree. That's what he did okay. in San Antonio in the finals. That's what he got to do in the first round against the Orlando I Magic. agree that Kawhi Leonard needs to take more shots.
0: Pascal Siakam got more shots than Kawhi, and obviously Pascal had a great game. And, you know, if there's one positive to take away from this game at least, it's that Pascal Siakam doesn't have the, you know, Damaritis, so to speak. He He's a playoff performer. You know, he had a, a stretch there where he missed a couple layups, and he went over four from three, but. I think Pascal Siakam impressed most Raptors fans who watched at 24 points and 9 rebounds, but 24 shots for Pascal, 18 for Kawhi. Kawhi needs to get more shots, and, you know, Kawhi was pretty aggressive when he had the ball. I think it's unfair to say that Kawhi wasn't aggressive. I just think Nick Nurse really didn't put in places where he really could have gotten the opportunity to get decent looks. You know, when Kawhi—Kawhi Kawhi started passing when he tried to force the issue a couple times and the defense was just completely locked in on him. and that's on Nick Nurse. That's on the offensive system. You know, we've seen teams in the past, you know, I love—people love to flame coaches like Ty Lu, but one play that just—because we played the Cavs so many times in the playoffs, and right, you bring up the point of LeBron James, Right? Ty Lue had one pet play against the Raptors that got LeBron James an open switch on either Jonas Valanciunas, Sergi Baca, one of our bigs in the post. They run Tristan Thompson up in the high block, and then they run a little handoff play. Tristan Thompson would set a nice screen for LeBron, and he'd always get switched on to one of our bigs, and, you know, from there... They aren't guarding LeBron. It would either be a cross-course pass for an open three or an open drive for LeBron James, right? But that was, you know, people love to flame Ty Lue. I know he has his flaws as a coach, but that, that was a, a play where he put LeBron James in a position to be a superstar, right? He doesn't have all the defense locked in on him like the Toronto Raptors were probably planning on doing. Right, Kawhi Leonard on a lot of his drives, even on the shots that he hit, and he played very efficient basketball. Right, he shot, you know, ten of eighteen. I I can't do the percentage in my head right away, but that's over fifty percent. Right, Kawhi Leonard wasn't put given easy shots. All of the shots he hit were kind of contested fadeaway twos. Right, except for the occasional. uh, He had one dunk at the beginning and a couple driving layups, but that was against some great defense. Kawhi Leonard played phenomenal. He Nick Nurse. You know, we we flamed Casey for his playoff performance and execution. We said Nick Nurse would be judged in the playoffs for you know his coaching standards and his rotations were a bit weird. Kawhi Leonard should have yeah, came in the game sucked. at the his end. His rotations
1: were horrible. He exactly. played nine men
0: exactly. And you can you you can bring up the point of rotations. You know, after after I say this, but you know the rotations were poor and his offense just really didn't get open shots for players. The only player it got open shots for was Kyle Lowry, and he couldn't throw the ball in the ocean. So, you know, Nick Nurse is really going to have to make some adjustments. People flanked Casey throughout his whole tenure as the Toronto Raptors as head coach, and, you know, Nick Nurse is going to gain that same reputation if he doesn't make some good adjustments in the Game 2 and Game
1: 3 and Game 4 and Game 5 of the series. Yeah. You know what? I don't think it's necessary to bring this over 20 minutes. Again, we're probably talking to ourselves here. If if anybody's listening to this, I'm sure that you feel passionate towards either my point or Ben's. This is one of the more polar opinions we've ever had now in a heated debate about the Raptors. Um, and we're bringing, we're throwing everybody under the bus here. Where nobody's off limits. Kawhi Leonard, uh, I think he's the big point of tonight here. Kawhi Leonard and Kyle Lowry. Um, you know, we can talk about a lot of things, but uh, this seems to be the the major crux. I think it'll be interesting. There's a lot of Raptors players that are playing in the playoffs. Final point that I want to bring up, just to conclude it, I guess. You know, I don't think that it's. it's the 76ers dropped tonight's game against the Nets, right? So it's not mm-hmm. like the Raptors are the only people that are underperforming in today's game. I think we're going to see maybe a lot more uns- or surprising things happen this playoffs. Um, so there's still a lot to look forward to. And it's, I think it's better to have this kind of series than... I didn't feel like the fans were engaged with the game until the fourth quarter because nobody expected the Orlando Magic to actually steal a game at home, yeah. they didn't expect them to really bring it to the Raptors, so I think that this is going to make people a little more um, passionate come come game time next game at the Scotiabank Center or Scotiabank Arena, whatever the heck it's called. Are you, um, are you saying this so is a strategy? <laughs> I'm not saying it's strategy, I'm saying it's blasphemy, I'm saying it's blasphemy, but I'm saying if it, if this is what it takes to make the defensive chance spurred on throughout the game, to get the fans more into it, uh, more excitable, then maybe this is a good thing. Uh, I don't expect the Raptors to suffer this same loss, and if it, if it does happen, then we're going to have a lot more to complain about than just Kawhi Leonard or Kyle Lowry disappointing us in a game
0: yeah certainly you know the the crowd was pretty loud, and it was pretty good the first six minutes, I want to say, but as the game went along and we didn't really start blowing the magic out, it was just a close kind of lollygag game. the fan base it got quiet in the s b c as you mentioned, so hopefully the fans are are wild and all that, but that's not really on the fans the The team has to be better. they have to make something to cheer for, but uh let's know what you guys think. We're skipping the segments they're skipping everything tonight. This was just a heated reaction in the moment to this game. Hopefully the Toronto Raptors win some next one, so the podcast will be back as back to usual format, but you're the best for making this far. Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all that cool stuff. You know, the Toronto Raptors, Riker, right, I think they'll bounce back for game
1: two, but this was a just a horrendous game. Certainly hope so. One in ten now in game ones. Ah oh. That's whack. <laughs> Cheers. Keep saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. <laughs>